Thank you for tuning in to another segment, another episode with Outside the Box. I'm your host, One, the CEO, and this month we all about legacy. I want you guys to buckle up your seatbelts because you're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. I am totally fangirling right now. And tonight I have one of my favorites in the studio. She has done amazing things and amazing work. She's not just an artist, but she is living legacy. Before I introduce her, I want to introduce you to one of her car chronicles because she hustled with her legs closed. You better know it. Check it out. (laughs) You know I love a challenge, but challenge by who? That's the move. Jimmy Scorpion ducked off in a coupe. Bearing all in they lane, stuntin' while I was riding. I swerved so hard on these hoes, they think I'm drinking and driving. Don't compare me to nobody, man, they not in my league. I'm the type to go out and get it, and they stay on their knees. And I ain't never told a nigga ice me out and get my own bag. I zigzag the price tags and brag in my hashtag. So let me teach you how to stunt, cause y'all do it poor. Y'all be out here bragging on money, y'all giving head for. Y'all lack substance, why your life's in shambles. Screaming you a bad, you just a bad example. Smack water, like a hot girl summer, nigga, I'm too cold. I'm draped in rose gold somewhere, hustling with my legs closed. You know they went over their head, cause they been misled. JD, they ain't made for this rap, they just good in bed. They gang up on me, they be mad that I came. But she don't even write her music, tell her stay in her lane. Like a backpack with no straps or a holster with no gas. Okay, you look good. That's like a phantom on four flats. All my queens with morals arrive for you. Push come to shove, diamond white gon' die for you. I hope you guys are excited as I am. So without further ado, I want you guys to give it up for Diamond White. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank, thank you for coming, you. man. I've been wanting you at this round table since the beginning. I'm glad to be here. Man, I'm, you are I'm so honored. dope. You so dope. Thank and I you. just wanted to tell you that. I want to tell you that in front of everybody. I'm thank proud of you, you, and I am a fan. Y'all hear that? <laughs> I am a real fan. I'm like, I had told her when she walked if in. If you cry, look, don't start with me because I, I will cry. I'm already <laughs> on edge, though. Listen, when she came in, her and her assistant, shout out to Takia, yes. I said, look, y'all are my best friends in my head real talk <laughs> we love real you talk. Absolutely. so i know who you are of course i know who you are but for those that are listening can you give us a little insight of who you are and what it all it is that you do oh man i'm diamond white <laughs> um i am an artist but i am also a doctor um but i think the most the thing that I'm I'm proud of the most is that I'm a humanitarian. Yeah, that's I like love. the biggest thing for me out of like all my accolades. Like, and it's the most the one I keep like the most quiet about. Right, it's the thing that's the most important to me. And I know you don't really brag on yourself, so I'm just gonna forewarn you. I'm gonna brag on you like a mug on you this show. Are okay, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about all of that because I know you don't like the cameras when you're doing good. But baby, I bought all the cameras out. Okay? You bought all the cameras. <laughs> so, um, where did your journey in music start? Music started for me. I started rapping and writing when I was ten. 
Oh, okay. So that's where it started from. It started when I was 10, and I didn't even know that I wanted to be a, a rapper. I just knew that I could write, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I had this friend that he was, like, in high school already, and he's, you know, he was, like, heard me rap. And he was like, yo, we're going to be in a group Okay, called The Damn Fools. I was like... What? So here I am, 10. I got to go home and tell my mom, Mom, I'm in this new rap group called The Damn, Damn Fools. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it started for me back then. They used to take me to, like, college parties and let me, like, battle rap and freestyle with, like, all these grown people and older kids. And so it started for me when I was young. And look at you now. Now, even though I was put on, you know, put on you through music because mm-hmm. I came across, like, your car chronicles. And ever since then, I was, like, hooked. <laughs> But you do so much more in our community. And last year, you were actually honored as a culture changer for 2020. How was that? That was amazing. And I think what was the biggest deal for me is because at this time right now, everybody wants to be the same. Everybody is patterning themselves after someone, and it's never anything positive. So for me to not even have made it to where I'm trying to get yet and be Mm -hmm. honored with something like that, that was amazing to me. I I felt honored. I was blessed. I was humbled by it because that's what I do and the reason that I do the things that I do in the way that I do them because I want to change the culture. Now, I know you rap. But you're not just bars, okay? You are bars and brains because you're a female rapper with a degree in psychology and theology. Yes. So how does that feel to be Dr. Diamond White? I think it's amazing because I was told that I couldn't do it. Right. You know what I mean? I was told that I couldn't do it. And then when the blueprint was laid out for me as far as being an artist, it was sex sales. You got to do this. You got to do that. If you want to make it, you got to do this. You Mm -hmm. have to, you know what I mean? And so when I had to write a paper in school and my teacher was like, well, what do you want to be? I was like, I want to be a rapper. And so she was like, no, you got to pick a real career. You got to be a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer. So I was like, okay, well, I want to be a doctor and a rapper. Mm -hmm. So then she gave me a B on my paper. And I was upset. I went home crying because I didn't get Bs. I was mad. And I said, why did you give me a B? And she said, you actually wrote the best paper in my class. I gave you a B because your goal wasn't realistic. And at first I cried. And then later on I was like, oh, okay, we're going to show you what it'd be like. Yeah, she was just projecting <laughs> her own insecurities on you and putting you inside of a box. See, that's why you right here because we outside the box Outside over here. the box. Yes, yes, yes. So um, how are you received in cities abroad? Because I know you do music and you do music in a major way. Like a lot of people in Houston are really sleep because when right. you go to other cities, I know that they love you. But right. I want to hear from you. Like how do you feel you're received when you travel abroad? Man, it's crazy because, you know, I was just in the airport last week in Atlanta and, you know, me and my PA lady walks up. She was like, oh, my gosh, it's Diamond White. And I was like, looking, I'm like, who's I was trying to see who she was looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, you know, she was, you know, her son was crying. She was like, my son is in love with you. It was his birthday. He was turning 14. And he was like, I he was like, this is the best birthday ever just meeting you. And I was like, meeting me? Like, yeah. if I was 14, I would have chose the PS5 or something, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. I get I get love in other places mm-hmm. and I'd be shocked you know what I right. mean but I'm humbled by it it's amazing that I is, love it that is so what's up Thank now we discussed a little bit about your music but I really want to talk about your legacy and philanthropy because you do so much in the community and you know it goes it's noticed 
But you know, I don't think that it's noticed where it should be because right. you do so much. So let's just see. Let's start off. Now, the Diamond White Prom Dress Giveaway, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Um, the Diamond White Prom Dress Giveaway, it was like, because I, I do things all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people wait for Christmas or Thanksgiving to give back. Well, I do stuff all year, like, because it's Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? And so one day I was just out shopping and I overheard a young lady say, I wish that I could afford to go to prom. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Every girl deserves to go to prom. So I met with her the next week and I asked her mom if she would mind meeting with me the next weekend and I bought her a prom dress. And when I was there, there were other young ladies in there that were looking for prom dresses. And I seen two of them get ready to walk out the store because they couldn't afford the prom dress that they wanted. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy your prom dress. I was actually in there for the other lady. Mm -hmm. And so then from there, I just was like, you know what, I'm going to do this every year. Like, I want to see girls do something positive. I'm not going to support your twerking and your, you know what I mean? But going to prom, when you get to dress up and be pretty, you deserve that. You know what I mean? Yes. You finally at that pinnacle of high school. And I feel like every girl deserves that. And I felt like, you know, no one was highlighting that they want you to they want you to twerk to their music and all of that and I wanted to see them get dressed up and be pretty and be the princesses and queens that they're supposed to be and that's so dope thank you now you also have the World Mental Health Day that you celebrate through the Diamond White Cares Foundation right. can you tell me a little bit about that um yeah that's the um I mean that's just the whole thing is for, you know, Mental Health Day. That's for everybody that, yeah. you know, in that realm. But um, on that day, I particularly go and I look for people that need help and then I do it, you know, for free. And okay. then there are people that, um, you know, that are going through certain things, suicide or whatever, whatever. And so I take on certain patients at that partic- on that particular day. I take in so many and I put them through a treatment program for free. Oh, that is... Uh, yeah. Girl, isn't it you? You are just a... So you also do a Merry Christmas giveaway where you pick families on your own outside of any other collaborative groups. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Um, So every year what I do outside of what I do, you know, with other different organizations and other people, um, I have people, they email me and... they're picked randomly Mm -hmm. like I don't read the emails first Mm -hmm. like they could probably be asking me for a whole house or something because I probably should read them and scan through them but I Mm -hmm. don't so it's just picked randomly and Mm -hmm. I just go through and I pick like a whole bunch of families and then I just sponsor them and so with COVID this year I actually found it to be easier because what I was able to do is they were like they tell me what their kids want and then I was able to like order it and like ship it directly to them because usually like me especially if they're in Houston oh I pull up on you yeah yeah yeah. you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. I, I pull up on you like Speaking I get in my car up. be like full of stuff and when I remember one year I was sick and I made my I made uh my assistant she was like I'll do it for you I was so sick but she her and her brother went and delivered for me but yeah that's I so pull awesome up for you. <laughs> hey, everybody need a solid team yeah but speaking of pulling up I actually have a video where you pulled up on a grandmother <sighs> who needed help let's check that out <laughs> Hey, 
struggling with this baby huh. by myself. My son is incarceration. But when I told this young lady, look what she did. Ain't God good? Yes, he, he is. He real. he real. He real. good all the time. Now you say good. That's for you. Merry Christmas. All right. Yeah, you my daughter now. Okay. One of the realest young ladies y'all got in the industry. In industry. Diamond White. That is awesome. I can't, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for loving on people, man, and that just that just touched me in like the softest spot. Whew. So you've also been working with Sheila Jackson Lee, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, yes, and Mayor Turner outside of what you do to bring smiles to kids' faces Absolutely. as well. So how is that just being a part of that whole movement and just seeing how the kids receive you? Because I saw videos where they kind of like bum rush you mm -hmm. and they ask you for your autograph. <laughs> and it, I think it's the cutest thing. So how is that? It's amazing. And that was... I <laughs> It was funny because when they was rushing me for autographs, because I don't bring like any promotional material. I don't be trying, like I don't even go as like Diamond White the artist. I'm just, I'm just diamond. I'm just diamond. You know what I mean? I'm not even the rapper at that point. So it was crazy because when they rushed me and they're like, Diamond, can you sign this? And it was a poster. And I was like, that's not even my face. Like they wanted me to sign someone else's poster. I was like, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> But they had all kind of stuff for me to sign, and it was just beautiful. But I just love being a part of it just because it's just giving back. Like, when it comes to that, you could get me to do anything. Right. You know what I so mean? So how do you give so much, if you don't mind me asking, like, because you give so much. So are you taking money that you earn on your own and just giving it away? Are you raising funds through other, non, you know, through other ways? Is there a way that the community could be a part of the Diamond White Cares Foundation? I wish that they would because then I would be able to give more. You know right. what I mean? But right now it's just me. It's just money that I take from myself. It's it, I don't have any sponsors. No one donates to me. Like I even get involved with what other people are doing. But oh, wow. I don't get like donations or anything for what I'm doing. What I do comes strictly from whatever God gives me and That's says this so is blessed. what I want you to do with that and then I do that with now, what he gives I actually me. have another video. Okay. With uh when you did the work with Sheila Jackson Lee and the crowd. Let's this is on a bit larger scale. This is wasn't one of those one family pull-ups. This is right. when the whole crowd was bum rushing you. You just had a whole bunch of gifts to give the kids. Let's check that out. So the Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee wants to speak to you guys right quick. So can I get some complete silence? She on the phone and she want to talk to y'all for somebody. I want to miss the opportunity to thank all of you. Diamond White, Brother Bronson, the Jesus Boys Movement. Oh. 
of COVID, this, this pandemic that has bum-rushed the world and caught us this completely blind side of us, I see that you actually became active in that movement as well. Yes. Can you tell us about the COVID-19 Relief Fund? Yes, that started like at the beginning of COVID, like mm -hmm. when it first hit and I just seen so many families like losing jobs and whatever, because I was actually overseas when it stuck. I, I thought I was going to get stuck overseas. I think I was in Jerusalem or Jordan or somewhere when it first broke out and I like I thought I was going to get stuck but when I came back there were so many families that like needed they needed food they needed clothing they need they had like they weren't being able to pay their bills and you know older people weren't able to get out and go because it wasn't safe and so I was like okay gotta get active let's get to it like right. we can't talk about it we gotta be about it speaking of that I got a video of that let's see <laughs> let's see you out there in the trenches <laughs> George Floyd, a lot of community activists was brought together. And I actually noticed that you were very active in the Black Lives Matter movement. Can you tell us a little bit about how that impacted you just being on the forefront of the marches? Um, I felt like it was necessary. I felt like it was something that I had to do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because one, I'm black. 
You know what right. I mean? I have a black brother. That could have been my brother. That could have been, you know, my that could have been me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like females are dying too. You know what right. I mean? It's not just our black men. And um, I wanted to be. I wanted to be active. I didn't just want the Black Lives Matter shirts and the apparel because a lot of people are getting that twisted and it's and it's an organization. Mm-hmm. And so they're thinking like, okay, let's get the Black Lives Matter t-shirts and all that. It's not an organization for me. It's a movement. Right. And I'm serious about the movement and what it represents and what it stands for. Like people got changed back in the day because they stood for something. They got out, they protested. They, you know, when I say they fought, I meant they stood together and they mm-hmm. stood strong. You know what I mean? And so I didn't want to get blindsided with posting about it. Like, okay, right. let's post such and such past and let's post the Black Lives Matter mask and all of that. I'm not big on the apparel. I'm not big on the, the organization. To me, it's a movement. We want change. We have to be effective. We got to get out and we got to get to it. Let's take a look at you becoming the change you wish to see. everywhere <laughs> I mean because literally you are making your mark this is what I call being a legacy you Thank know you. this is just oh wow that word like I haven't even made it this is this, just, you don't have to wait till you go on to be legacy to be legendary you. you know what I'm you. saying you can be legendary while you walk the earth and you are definitely doing that Thank now you. We've talked about your philanthropy and how you've done a lot of things in the States, but what people don't know is you actually take your philanthropy abroad in other countries. Right. Can we talk about briefly about your um, your work that you're doing in South Africa with the prisons and the schools? Yes. Um, so when I go overseas, I have gone to Colombia. I visit the female prisons there. And so I donate to them. Like it, Their conditions are so different than here. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even have mattresses like they have to buy their own fan to have air like they have to buy their own water like here in the U.S. like you provided three meals and you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's not like it's horrible like it's horrible over there so I visited the women's prison I go to orphanages when I go to different countries like Jamaica and just different places and um, I build wells so that they can have clean water. And in South Africa, I sponsor a school there. Man, I'm trying to get down with the DWC. Come on, baby. Listen, I want to be a part because you're talking talking my language. I'm like, I want to do it. I want to be a part. queen with your girl. (laughs) Yeah, come on. That's that's queening. That's that's real life. That's real life queening right there. When you can pay it forward and you can give so selfishly and just knowing that you're, you're making someone else's life better easier that's just it's amazing it's hard sometimes it's when you're doing it but i'm trying (laughs) 
So you. I actually have a video of you with the kids in, is that South Africa? South Africa. South Africa. Let's uh-huh. take a look at it. to ask you what was your aha moment when you realized that you had a calling to be uh, to walk in philanthropy I think when I first realized that I had a call on my life I didn't even know that that was a word Mm -hmm. I knew from when I was younger I've just always been like that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so I guess when I got older and I started you know, experiencing my own trials and tribulations, and I didn't understand, like, God, why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? And I'm, you know, and you know the type of heart that I had, but I realized it was because God wanted me to be able to empathize with people. So you Mm -hmm. sympathize with people, but you can only empathize with somebody when you've been in that predicament. You know what I mean? And God has allowed me to endure so many things, and he's allowed me to see so many things because he knew that if he told me to go that I would go and mm-hmm. I and that's what I said I said Lord you can trust me you know mm-hmm. what I mean and whatever he tells me to do I do you now I, mean? I want to ask you this because you're a giver and you're a natural giver how do you protect yourself from people that are succubus <laughs> that is my hardest thing mm-hmm. right now my family like um my mom my assistant like they're the ones that are like diamond you gotta learn to say no No. like my brother just pulled up on me the other day and was like diamond you've got to you've got to learn to say no you have to let and that's my biggest problem Mm -hmm. is i like i you can't finesse me you know what i mean right right anything that you get out of me is because i have allowed it you know Mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm. i can't be finesse like i'm I'm smooth as ice. Like, you can't finesse me. I like her But I I, I allow myself to be crucified. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I sacrifice everything in me for other people Mm -hmm. sometimes. And sometimes it's at the expense of myself. And I've got to get better with treating myself better. You know what I mean? Now, you do so much for so many people. Do you have a support team? My mother, mm-hmm. my mother, um, my my camp, my DWC camp, mm-hmm. which is very tight, yeah. which was, you know, um, Takia Rogers, Nick Baldwin, um, Robert Thomas, um, Zaire, my dad. Like, I have people that, that pray for me mm-hmm. and that love me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I don't have, I don't have a lot of friends, like, right. you know, 
I'm like a popular loner. You know what I mean? Because Trust me, I get it. <laughs> Trust that me. That might be why I'm your best friend. Yeah, yeah, see, for real. Just, popular loners. People yeah. see us as sometimes opportunity. Exactly. Don't realize that we have human experiences sometimes too. Right. Yeah, and we'd be so busy pouring out. But you have to learn how to say no because I will share this word with you Please. and with those that are listening. I had a problem with saying no. And God allowed my hands to be tied hmm. because I was blessing people that he was trying to teach a lesson to. Come on now. And since I couldn't stop trying to play God and be a savior to people that he was trying to teach a lesson to, mm-hmm. he made it to where I couldn't, I could barely save myself. Hmm. So I had no choice but to say no. And that's, it wasn't until then that I got a chance to see how people really felt about me. So I'm grateful for that, that test and that struggle because it allowed me to be able to see in hindsight what I was doing. And you don't want to cash your pearls to swine. So in essence, me having no choice but to say no, it increased my ability to have discernment and knowing that, you know, God is in my heart to give, but God said, you know, let your heart be willing to give, but just hold out. I'm, I'm working on something right here. Right. You know, so hopefully that, you know, you'll take that little t- nugget. That's, that and, spoke to me. Yeah. Because I have, I, I experienced the same thing. Yeah. And God was telling me, like, I'm not going to be mad at you for not allowing people to walk all over you. I, yeah. I didn't it's create okay you to, to say be a no. doormat. You know what right. I mean? And, yeah, you can't. Sometimes we be trying to sow into cursed ground, you know. Sometimes it's somebody God is trying to teach a lesson or trying to give them this test. And then I come in and I I try to save them. That's another reason why it's probably taking me so long to get to exactly where I wanted to be. Because if I would have made it at 18, 19 years old, I'd be broke. Yeah, because you give so much. Yeah, I, everybody would have got houses to car. I would, I would be broke. Now, have you been signed yet, or is you, are you, is that in the works? That's it should in the works. be. I know. They and sleeping it's in if the they works. ain't. And what's crazy? Come get their paper up. That's what it what's is. What's crazy <laughs> is I have had, I've had deals that I've had to turn down, mm-hmm. um, because I wasn't willing to do what they wanted me to right. do. I'm not compromising. Yeah. I'm not I'm not compromising my integrity. Amen. I'm not compromising my morals. I'm not compromising my self-respect, my dignity, and I'm not compromising God's plan. I'm not deviating from that. Yeah. So there are deals that I have had to turn down that I have cried about. But I'm so grateful because I have major labels that are now like checking for me like right. so hard and it's like I'm kind of like almost not returning calls and it's crazy you know what I mean mm-hmm. and so everything is I'm I'm on cloud nine right now like there's so much stuff going on that I wish I could just really say it all yeah. right now but I can't but, but they, they, they plugged excited. in tuned in tapped in they'll be able to catch up yeah but don't come out to watch it but you know what I'm gonna do what you gonna do this is what I'm gonna do because I love this what you got going on is is beautiful thank you and if you allow me to when when this uh, this other level of elevation happens i would love to come back man i would love to have you back i would love she to beat come me back. to it that when, they, when so they charge when i'm charging for them interviews yeah Oh, yeah. I'm coming back for you for free, baby. Come on, baby. Come on. I'm coming back for you for free. Yeah, I heard it from the queen yes. herself, I'm coming baby. back. I promise you. And yes. I don't do no lying. It's my word. So for those that want to stay up to date with you, you have a website, mm-hmm. uh, diamondwhite.com. Yes. It's I am diamondwhite.com. I am diamondwhite.com. Yes. 
And you also have an Instagram page as well mm-hmm. where they can follow I Am Diamond White. Yes, please. And tap for it those me. that are still on the Facebook platform, she also has a fan page. You guys, make sure you go ahead and like that as well. Please, please, please. And while please, I have please. your attention, I want to remind our viewers and our watchers, we are on multiple platforms. You can catch us on YouTube, Google Play, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Hip Hop Streets live stream music app, SoundCloud, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. You can also find us on Facebook. I want to thank you, Diamond White, for coming and letting me get all in your business and for sharing your light with me and our listeners and our viewers. I think you are so dope. And I hope that your journey continues to flourish and may God bless you beyond your measure because you definitely deserve it. There's not very many people that I know that are in the industry that works in the community the way you do. Some people do it for likes, but you do it for legacy. And so I salute you for that. Thank you. Yeah. I love you, girl. I love you. I appreciate you (laughs) for having me. Your show's beautiful. You are beautiful. And I'm just, I'm grateful. Thank you for reaching out to me. Yeah, like girl. Well, this won't amazing. be the last time. We got some mission work to do together. You already know. Brown skin for the wig. Come on, baby. Come on, brown skin <laughs> for the wig. <laughs> well, and I'm is. excited to... I, I'm just grateful to know you. And, and to my ladies, I want y'all to come be a part of this movement with me. I started a movement called I Hustle With My Legs Closed. So, women, tap in with me. I'm looking for you. I know y'all feel like... You know, I know what it's. I know what it looks like right now. Mm-hmm. But Queens, I'm coming for you. We gonna win. I promise you. Yes, and we are gonna win together. That's right. So I want to thank our guests and our viewers again for tuning in, and thank you, Diamond White, thank you for, for sharing me your life. life. And you guys are now outside the box. Outside the box. Yay. Time is flying by as crazy this year came in and went. I really thought that she'd be better with all this money I spent. But I was wrong. This year didn't go according to plan. I mean, I prayed. I stayed focused and I stuck to the plan. So here's the recap. This year really started off geek. I blew money in my spare and made it back in my sleep. I flew my family overseas to talk to God in the holy place and made some supplications with my mind in the holy space. We almost got stuck overseas when the pandemic struck. But God was looking out. I know I'm blessed because I don't believe in luck. Now we back in the States. Now we got to isolate. Got deals on the table. This is not the time to take a break. I'm back and forth to LA because the bad calling. I stay ready, but now it's like the whole world stalling. But God said, I don't move on clocks. Everything I said I'm going to do, I'm going to do just watch. I'm going to let God drive, put my keys up. I'm going to let him get this tag, put my G's up. When these girls come for me, I don't ease up. Better get your ghost writer, pen and pad, and put your knees up. Y'all messing up the culture. Y'all some insufficient. I lost my dad this year. I look at life different. Had to cut some people off who tried to play me. People that I love and trust betrayed me. Just when you thought I was done, bitch, I'm back with it. So they be trying to keep me quiet because I snap with it. Sometimes I let the beat breathe and switch the flow up. This year been kind of rough, but watch the 21 blow up. I'm in the fourth quarter pumping like it's go time. Staring at the new year like about it and it's all mine. Don't think that I'm not coming because it took time. See, when you're not a hoe, when you got morals, it's a slow grind. You seen your label hit me up and you got nervous. Because you know that when I come, you know I'm coming with a purpose. Relax, I don't want your spot, I'm trying to elevate it. So you can chill on all these fake pages, mom situated. I'm not going to rob you for your spot, don't be intimidated. The nine is for my protection, the mask is state mandated. Aqua silence for a minute. That bar went over your head, I'm trying to give you time to get it. 
I'ma get this game to business like a stop and go. Sincere said, let's go, so let's go. What's up, Livio? Chuck said, you're a star. We already know, so we stay far away from lame niggas in these silly hoes. I swear they watching me like I'm the blueprint. Y'all really starting to look like a diamond white Greek prince. Everything y'all do is be looking like my past tense. It's like you got my page at the very top of your wish list. 2020 was the year for these slut hoes, but 21 gonna be for queens who hustle with their legs closed. I don't care what it look like, you're still here. Thank God, grab some dizzle and toast it up for the year. You probably cried a lot and you all prayed out. See, you ain't think you make it, but you made out. I'm grateful for you all, and there's no doubt I love you. And you're all in my prayers as this fades out. Happy New Year. 21. New Year, new money, same me. And God's still gonna do what he said.